0: hey welcome to another episode of ball court and this is going to be the brand new with me i'm Coach drew and this is the world of basketball ball court hey welcome 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 to the world of basketball i am coach drew and this is ball court Yes, the new version of ball court. Well, we're going to take a look at things from the perspective of the coach and we're going to play guys we're going to look at situations. It's going to be deep. It's going to be large and we're going to be in charge. I'm glad, I'm glad y'all with me on this one. First thing I want to go ahead and talk about is the feeling that I've had when I realized what was going to take place this weekend. Yes. I know everybody was sitting watching. Everybody's been watching a lot of bubble basketball. Bubble basketball is here. It's been the most phenomenal thing. And first of all, let me go ahead and give a shout out to the Phoenix Suns, A&O in the bubble. It was phenomenal basketball. It was like AAU basketball at its finest. But one of the greatest stories that came out of the bubble was Carmelo Anthony. Yes, you heard it here first. Melo the God, came playing. He was balling. And he was balling on such a high level. Hey, I'm talking this bubble came down to one thing and one thing only one shot. It was mellow being mellow and it created the, that story right now. This is, I've it's been boiling up inside of me because it's like the NBA knows how to draw people in. Okay. Let me go ahead and tell you. LeBron James is about to match up with Carmelo Anthony in year 17. So we're going to go ahead and take a look back. Let's take a look back to, Yes, to 2003. When we look back at 2003 and Betty to 2002, when he was at St. Vincent, uh, St. Mary's and Carmelo Anthony was at Oak Hill. They matched up, they played against each other. And it was a beautiful thing to watch these high school athletes going at it. And the only thing that we could keep in our mind was what will happen. What, what's going to take place when it does happen, you know, what's going to be the outcome. So it happened. It played out 40 different times. Just played out. 40 different times Carmelo Anthony has went against LeBron James. And it has been phenomenal. Only been five times in the playoffs, but 40 different times they played against each other. And each time what we've been looking for was the reason to say that this was the matchup we've been waiting for. Let me break it down. Every time there's an excuse behind it. You know, Carmelo Anthony played for the Knicks. You know, uh, LeBron had Cleveland. He didn't have a team around him. When uh, Carmelo was in Denver and LeBron was in Cleveland, the the difference, it it wasn't there. But the matchup between the two, we don't... Let me tell you, the matchup between both of those players is something that we've been dying for. You didn't know that you've been looking for this, but you've been looking for this. Let me tell you, Carmelo Anthony... 22.2 22.2 points a game when he goes head-to-head against LeBron James. LeBron James is at 26 points per game when he goes head-to-head against Carmelo Anthony. So when you stop and you take a look at those numbers from a coach's perspective, you're matching up two of the best, two of the most elite. And you're, you're matching up, you're matching up Cody Melo, you're matching up Melo the guards, you're matching up Olympic Mellow, who LeBron James himself has said he's one of the best Olympic players to ever play. Now, we think about LeBron James, the man who can do everything. But when you look at Carmelo Anthony, his numbers aren't that far off. So isn't he the one that can do everything also? You're talking about 3.7 points a game, 7.2 to to 7.2 of LeBron James. These are the things that we look at. These are the matchups that we look at. When you look at the clutch shooting, Carmelo Anthony, I don't know. He seems to have that clutch gene a little bit more than LeBron James. Games in that last game that they played against Memphis Grizzlies to knock the Memphis Grizzlies out of the playoffs, it came down to Carmelo Anthony's hitting the three from the corner, last second shot, three to the dome. It was over, and this is not a, this is not a situation that has been uh how shall I put it is not familiar with Carmelo Anthony. Now, the main difference when you're going to take a look at those head-to-head matchups is that LeBron James is using his team around him. Like I said, Carmelo Anthony never really had a team where he could say that I, I could go ahead and lean on them until now. Now with a Dame Lillard and a CJ McCollum, how could you sit here and tell me that this matchup is not what we've been waiting for? There is no excuses in this matchup. The 7.7 assists that LeBron normally gets when he matches up with Carmelo Anthony is going to be equaled now. Now, it won't be the 2.8 assists that Carmelo Anthony normally gets matched up with LeBron, but now it's going to be more. I, I can guarantee we're having Dame Lillard, you know, with Dame time hitting there and CJ that killer. I'm telling you, right now, you're averaging about three to four more assists. And if you add that on, that's only one more assist that LeBron James is getting. So this is a matchup that we've been waiting for. You don't know you've been waiting for it, but this is a matchup we've been waiting for. As a matter of fact, I'm going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we're going to hit some highlights. We're going to talk about a little bit more about Carmelo Anthony, a little bit more about their matchup throughout the years, and some really cool highlights that I actually had put together because these are some of the things that I've seen, and from a coach's perspective, what I think is going to be great in this matchup for this playoff season. Stick with us right here on ball court. I'm Coach Drew. Welcome back to Ball Court, I am Coach Rue. this is the World of Basketball. And as I promised you, we're going to hit up some highlights. See, I want to jump to some of my favorite highlights of the matchup between LeBron James and Carmelo Anthony. Let me tell you why this is one of my favorites, being for the fact that um, I grew up in New York, I grew up in Queens, New York, and for a long while I was living down in Florida. When I was living down in Florida, those those were during the time of the Heatles years, you know? We, they had LeBron James, they were out there, they were playing their best. So a lot of the times, the matchup that I loved to see was New York versus Miami. It was a great matchup because Carmelo Anthony is one of the best players. I love Carmelo Anthony. I'm a huge Carmelo Anthony fan. From the days of Syracuse, seeing him jump up on the side of the stands, I was a huge Carmelo Anthony fan. So. When we take a look at these highlights, a matter of fact, let's go. We're going to go ahead and jump into it right here, all right? Take a look at this. See, the thing with Carmelo Anthony and LeBron James is that they've always matched up. They have gave each other their best. Carmelo Anthony is known for backing people down, where as Car- LeBron James is going to give you a little bit of everything. He's going to try and explode by you. He's going to try and get a shot. But where Carmelo is successful, yes, right there, let's take a look at that right there. Let me pause that right here is where he's successful is he can work that mid range game he's 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 uh he's a phenomenal player at the mid range game, even when you look at when you look at things and you say, "Hey, yes." LeBron is explosive. He's jumping out the building. He's attacking the basket right off of this inbounds play with that attack. It's not like how it is with Carmelo. Carmelo is on. um, Carmelo is methodical in the way he plays. He attacks you. He works it. He works inside out. He works in mid range. He uses the shot, the pump fake. He backs you down. These are the things that you have. Look, this move right here. He's not fast, but to get that first step, just because, just because he was able to say, hey, you know what? I'm smarter than what's gonna happen. I see that I could get that first step. These are the things that we look at when you talk about an elite player. The reason why he can, his game transcends is that he does more. He's more than just 6'8", you know? He could explode by you and you have to respect the fact that he will explode by you and to attack that and he'll stop on a dime and give you that mid-range shot he's he's a problem for lebron hands down he he is superman's kryptonite and i i i'm excited to see this matchup this year this is going to be a great matchup an excellent matchup and when you stop, when you look at it, you say, hi, hey, year 17, is this going to be just as good as it was in the Miami, New York days? Yes, actually, none of them has lost anything. Carmelo is shooting as great as he was, his his mid-range game is as great as it was. He's exploded to the basket actually at a better rate than he was before, you know? And, and, he, and when you also look Let's look let's look at LeBron. Year seventeen. He's playing the most efficient basketball that he's played in a long time. Don't get me wrong, in Miami, that basketball that he was playing in Miami was, you know, ten times higher than how it should have been. So when you break it down by the numbers, when you break it down, when you take a look at at, at the at the footage and you can get the eye test, you could clearly say that these games here. These games are actually phenomenal games. These are this is how they match up. Stop and think about this. Out of 40 games that they've played against each other, Carmelo Anthony bested LeBron James in stats, in point stats 14 times out of 40 games. They're going neck and neck. It's a fight to the finish. They've only best he've only bested LeBron James. 17 times lebron james bested him 18 times so that means that means five of those times was a push they are battling these are the elite neck and neck and we have to start looking at carmelo anthony like that because i remember there was a time back when i was a lot younger i didn't have any kids at the time and we had There was arguments that were taking place in the barbershop. Yeah, this is back when I was cutting my hair and everything. But arguments taking place in the barbershop that who's better, Carmelo Anthony and LeBron James. And when you sit and we think about this, a year ago, Anthony back in the league. And now look at this. This is the most phenomenal matchup of all time. Happening right there with the Blazers and the Lakers during this playoff. I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. As a matter of fact, we're going to take a quick little break. We're going to come back with the the number two most iconic matchup right now that's going to be taking place in this playoffs. Right here on Ball Court, I'm Coach Drew. Mr. Sprinkler, Mr. Sprinkler, wet me for one. Mr. Sprinkler, I'm heating high five in the days no split. With the yawn, I trip to the dome. Out comes the bodies following the one idea. It's clear. Rattle to the road. Uh-huh. Hold up, back up the track and grab your roller skates. And let's zip on by. Zippity dude, I let's zip on by. Feed on the weed and we're feeling high. The sun is on thick and the cheese is rolling thick. Come on, it's no time to hide. Season is twist, already willing No hack the sack, let, let me in. Slip on the bottom, I'ma slip away and have a ball on a Saturday. Yeah, y'all, come on. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah.
1: You go back once more with the wallop in the score. Sponsor by the rip to make the rock hips. Revival of the roller boogie in a rink. Sure to make you think about time. You spoke fun instead of fights. What Whatever. A diving from a piece of metal. Sure to take your life. Slip your butt to the fix of this mix. Toss the briefcase. It's time to let loose. Cause you work like heck to get the weekend check. Unfasten that sleeve around your neck. Connect like vibe, wheel to the foot. Come on everybody. Come on everybody. Come on. Everybody. Come on everybody.
0: Welcome back to ball court. I am your host, Coach Drew. This is the world of basketball. And yes, the world of basketball has gotten a little bit dimmer because Brody injured his quad. But it is still beautiful because this is one of the most iconic matchups. And I'm not talking just the Beard versus CP3, but I'm talking about CP3 going back at Houston. Yes and OKC to get a taste of what Russell Westbrook could bring. After that injury, he's going to be back. We all know this. So the thing that we talk about, the, the, what's going to make this uh, playoff matchup great for OKC versus Houston and for the viewers watching, is that Chris Paul is gonna be going to go in against Russell Westbrook. See, Russell Westbrook is a new version of the point guard. You know, attack the rim, scoring, making plays, grabbing rebounds, you know, being explosive, yelling the, and he's a new version of the point guard. Chris Paul, Chris Paul is a version that I've grown up the version of point guards that from yesteryear, the guy who brings up the ball and makes everybody better. The one who knows how to, how to orchestrate a comeback. Just by being a floor general. Chris Paul is literally the top of the ball. He's a very old school throwback type point guard. And we wonder, can that kind of point guard match up against an explosive point guard and lead it to a victory? These are the things that concern me though. When we look at these teams, there's too much weapons around. With Chris Paul, Chris Paul is a great point guard as he is. He can make the team a lot better. But how much better can they be with the weapons that Houston have? Yes, we have to stop and take a look at the matchup first. Point guard to point guard. And then we're going to take a look at their weapons around them. See if this is going to be a reasonable matchup. We already know how the first game played out and we know how that worked out 123 to 108 Houston taking it over OKC. But like I said, Houston has a lot of weapon three players, James Harden, Eric Gordon, a double double digits over 20 at that and Jeff Green, Jeff Green coming off the bench scoring over 20. It makes it that, yes, there's going to be a very difficult task. Russell Westbrook didn't play because of his... Chris Paul played. He did great. 20 points. He has one assist shy of a triple-double. But we all know it's going to be a lot... It's going to be a lot of uh, pushing to get that rock up the hill. But I don't think that he got what it takes for... Or enough people around him to get that push. But let's take a look at the matchup in itself. The matchup in itself, when you really look at things, is between Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook. Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook, when we look at their head-to-head game, when they go against each other, as far as points go, Chris Paul seemed to be the person who could nullify uh, Russell Westbrook's points, leaving him to a meager 22.8 points a game. Now, Russell Westbrook, 22.8 points a game does appear to be meager. He averages in he averages in his mid thirties, so yes, that's a huge drop off by playing against Chris Paul. But Chris Paul is not putting up a whole bunch of numbers either, going at twenty point one points a game. So with today's with today's output, that's what he would have you know normally averaged if Russell Westbrook was actually in that game. So they didn't lose nothing, nor did they gain nothing with Russell sitting. But here's where the things are gonna change a little bit. Russell Westbrook, who averages six rebounds against Chris Paul when they normally play, and, Re- and Chris Paul's only averaging 4.7. In today's game, he was came out dropping, t- getting 10 rebounds. So clearly, without having that uh, demonstrative point guard attacking the rebounds and attacking the backboards on each and every one, that's going to change things a l- little bit. And those second chance point opportunities eventually is going to come back and bite you. We can't live by the three every day. It's not gonna be a 123-point game on every game that you play. So those second chance opportunities is something that's gonna really gonna really take effect, really take effect. Now, Chris Paul had nine point eight, he usually goes against uh Russell Westbrook gets nine point eight assists. Russell Westbrook's average nine assists normally 7.8 when he plays against Chris Paul. So it often drops down. Now Chris Paul had nine assists this game. So there's no... So obviously he's not losing a beat with Russell Westbrook not being there. So it's, 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 it's clear to say that uh, Russell Westbrook is not the catalyst to stop Chris Paul. He's merely out there that's going to uh, accentuate points and put up numbers. And at 2.7 steals per game when Chris Paul is out there, it's going to be very difficult to get those numbers up. But like I said... Who else is out there with Chris Paul? Yes, you know, Gilgrest Alexander, he's going to do his thing. And and pretty good tonight, you know, going and scoring over 20 in itself. But let's be honest here. This is not the team that you're going to go against when you got, you have Eric Gordon at that point, coming off the bench once Russell Westbrook is back. There are a few things that was done that's changing things differently. Who's, who can stop who? all uh, right if russell westbrook come, if russell westbrook comes back before the end of this series and let's say he has a game high against chris paul which is 38 points it's not like you know his game is you know matching his 50-point games that he usually put up but let's say he has a 38-point game against chris paul and let's say chris paul gets his game high that he had against uh, russell westbrook at 33 points at that point you're going to be like okay well that's an even game. That's a, that's a very good game. But, uh, not, I'm not saying a game high of 19 assists, but I'm just saying, let's say, let's just say that he gets 10 assists. Let's say he even gets his average at 8 assists. Look at where those 8 assists are going. It's going to, it's going to the likes of uh, James Harden. It's going to the likes of Eric Gordon. It's going to the likes of people who are going to be able to shoot the 3 and move that ball. Even Jeff Green can shoot the 3. So, that now it makes it where his uh 7.8 assists is dangerous and a lot more dangerous than chris paul's 9.8 so on a head-to-head matchup we gotta say, on paper as far as a coach's perspective and this is what i'm telling you this is just from my eyes from the coach's eyes on paper hands down i want chris paul I want him. I feel that Chris Paul is going to be the one to pull it through. If I was a betting man, and I'm not, I'm not that I'm not a betting man, but if I was a betting man, I think I would say OKC could pull off this uh, could pull off a huge in this uh, playoffs. I think that they would be able to pull it out in, a, in just barely winning, you know, four games to three. I definitely believe that that could be the case but it's going to take a lot to do that. It's going to take uh, the three-point shot getting cold. It's going to take uh it's going to take Russell Westbrook probably not coming back until after the after this. But hands down, Chris Paul, he's a better point guard, but Russell Westbrook has a better team. And I feel bad I feel bad for Chris Paul though cuz this could he needed. This could have been that storyline that that, he, that, that, was really, that would have cemented him as one of the world's greatest point guards to ever play. In my mind, I still, put, I still rank him up there as one of the best. Really, let's take a look. When you take a look at the highlights, and you match it paper or on paper, it looks a little bit different. As a matter of fact, we're going to go grab some highlights. We're going to pull that up. We'll take a look at that. Right here, let's say used to play for the Rockets. And when he did play for the Rockets, he was making moves. And he did a lot of great things with that team. And that team was moving just as great. So when we look in the past games that they played, James Harden was able to move the ball with Chris Paul, but it wasn't able to move as fluent as it is when he had Russell Westbrook with both of them attacking the basket. He didn't know where to look. like as He, he just bullies his way in he's just stronger, he's faster. He's more of a dominating point guard. But when you look at Chris Paul, the way he moves that ball around and the way he utilizes uh, the players, the players around him. These are the things that these are the things that you say, "Okay, well, that's what OKC now needs." Or do they guess that first game gave us a good, good little insight, but I definitely think Houston's gonna come back and do this. I have faith in Chris Paul. I'm not Houston. I'm sorry, OKC. I believe that they're gonna come back and do this. I have faith in Chris Paul. I know what he can do. You know, I'm gonna go ahead and jump over to the next segment. Yes, we're gonna go on because I, I don't. I I don't want to take too much time on this. I don't. I know that a lot of people are saying, okay, shoulda, woulda, coulda. You know, Russell Westbrook's injured. Why are we even talking about this? The reason we're talking about this is that hands down, if OKC was struggling, they lost by, they were routed. They lost by like almost uh, 15 points against a Russell westbrook Houston Rockets. What's going to happen when he comes back? So this is, this is where we got to look at things. So now as a coach, as a coach, we're going to have to prepare for this. We're gonna need a faster pace. We're gonna need more people scoring. Getting I think a seven second offense would probably work a little bit best right now to get them tired and get Houston Houston Rockets get those legs tired. Hopefully those shots stop falling once the legs get tired. But we'll see. Let's jump over to those ladies. Yes, ladies first. Ladies, ladies, ladies. I gotta give y'all I gotta give them a shout out. If y'all haven't been watching the WNBA and watching the bubble over there and taking place in Bradenton, I don't know what you've been doing because this has been super exciting. Now, my, my Aces looking great. I'm talking phenomenal, 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 phenomenal. They're looking awesome. But that's not, where we're, that's not what we're going to jump on right now. I'll go, well, let's talk about the power rankings, first of all. Let's talk about the top three teams. Yes, the Seattle Storm actually is leading the power rankings right now. Yes, a professional team, a professional basketball team in Seattle is on top of the power rankings. What year is this? Oh my gosh, is this 1993? I cannot believe it. This is happening. And guess who is being led by? Brianna Stewart. I know that everybody heard about Brianna Stewart getting injured with her Achilles playing over in Russia. And that took her out for last season. She wasn't looking good last season. And don't get me wrong, that Russian team—they paid for her. They paid for the surgery and all. But we all know that the surgery is just half the battle. Brianna Stewart dedicated herself to coming back. She didn't put up LeBron money to do it. It wasn't like she dropped a million to make sure that she got stronger, make sure she got better. She took thirty thousand of her own money started working on different yoga techniques uh she um she she started she started getting herself better she started recouping and now she is looking better than she's ever looked i'm talking Bianca stewart is a beast her and sue bird has taken seattle to another level right now seattle's leading their power ranking and let me tell you their average margin of victory. I, this is what I'm. This is what i This is why I'm so excited about it. Average margin of victory over the last four games is 24 points. They're on the level of our my AAU team that I coach. That's they. 24 points is the average margin of victory. As a matter of fact, out of the, they, they have seven of their 10 victories that they have. Seven of the 10 victories, is by double digits. So. That means only three wins that they have was in single digits. Only three wins. Congratulations to those three teams, though. Whoever y'all were, y'all were... These girls is lighting it up. You know what I'm saying? And, and the thing is, Brianna Stewart is playing better than she was in her UConn days. And if anybody remembers how it was in UConn, she was an absolute animal. This Achilles injury was um, this Achilles injury the thing that's the catalyst that's going to be added to make sure that she goes above and beyond much further than she ever could have gone because take, take a look at these numbers right now that she's averaging she's averaging 18.9 points a game she's, uh, and she's averaging 51.4 percentage on the shooting 51.4 that, that's heads or tails right there you know, and 7.5 rebounds, and she's putting in work on the defensive end as well. 1.6 steals. When you take a look at that, that is MVP caliber number, a bit of everything. As 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 uh, Dick Mitel would say, she's a stat sheet stuffer, and I think she's absolutely a talk about. Is I I look at uh when I look at um at the other players such as uh. The Las Vegas, Las Vegas Aces, that team right there is, a is a team that is a team right now that is, they're also on a route in itself. They're going eight and two over the last 10 games and the, the Aces, as they t- take it, the last, the reason why I say eight and two and this blowing my mind, the whole eight and two is they won one game. Then they lost. Two, and they won seven straight. Seven straight, and Asia Wilson has been playing like Asia has been playing. When we, I know when we last saw Asia Wilson last year, she wasn't balling because of the injury. We saw her walking around with that foot cast, you know. Even though she had a little air max trying to make him look flying, you know what I'm saying? But the foot cast was still there, and it was like, it, 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 to be honest. She was she wasn't she wasn't the Asia that we saw in South Carolina. But let me tell you, she is second in the league in points right now at twenty point three points per game and fourth in rebounds at eight point five. She's out there. She's it, it, it is a fight right now. And with those two top teams, you can only imagine who's gonna be the number three. You guessed it, the Los Angeles Sparks. It seems like all my teams is up there. The only team that's not up there, if, you, if, you, if we replaced Seattle with Phoenix, then it would have been all my teams are up there. But right now with Diana Taurasi injured, I know that he's not going to be up there. But let's talk about the Los Angeles Sparks. Candace Parker. Yes, CP3. The real CP3. The CP3 of LA. You know, averaging close to a double-double right now. 12.7 points a game and 9.2 rebounds per game now consider the argument especially when you talk about the defense with 1.3 steals and 1.3 blocks per game you could definitely talk about that uh candace parker should be at mvp you could definitely make an argument for this this is this is and not to mention she's not it's not like she's doing it by herself she has a behind her and I'm talking uh, a LeBron-level type squad. It's like LA only have superstars out right now. So, And I'm not talking about the Clippers. But LA only has superstars out right now. And right now, she's averaging 3.7 assists per game. So on a whole, it's like she's, she's, she's putting up work. It's like the numbers are telling me that they're putting up work. And when you take a look at the coach's sheet, we're saying, hmm, and this is what the coaches do. We always look down at that sheet. We go through those numbers and we say, okay, who is working? Who is getting it? And who is trying to make sure that they get to that next level? Right now, we can see Los Angeles Sparks are fighting 7-3 in their record over t- 10 games. Uh, Las Vegas Aces sitting not 8-2. And, and, of course, you got to uh, – and then, of course, you have Seattle just running the gauntlet right now, sitting uh, – the, man, they're just eating everybody alive nine and one, these are the elite teams. These are the teams that we're looking at. The bubble is the bubble is fantastic. This is basketball at its finest, women's basketball, men's basketball, all at its finest, and, and I'm glad that I was here to break it down to you and show you exactly how it works. Before I let y'all go, I want y'all to take a brief time out. Here goes a word from our sponsor. Man, that was cash to slash drew. When you're done living their dreams and you want to start living your own, go to cash to check in.com slash drew. Tell them I sent you. They'll hook you up. They'll work with you. That was cash slash drew. When you're tired of living their dreams and you're ready to start living your own, go to cash to check slash drew. I want to thank everybody who made this possible. All my peoples over at CWN sports thank you for bringing allowing me to bring ball court and i want all my listeners to listen up and stay prepared we're going to be doing a new format of ball court next season season two will be coming to you right after the playoffs hang with me right here i'm code if you're not listening to the blitz y'all need to let's magazine y'all need to go check out let's kick it me my boy we're gonna be We're gonna have guests, hosts on there. It is great, big things, and of course, the Sean Harvey Morning Show. Wake up every morning. Make sure you're tuning into the Sean Harvey Morning Show. I don't care where you're at. Even if you're in Atlanta, tune in. I want y'all right there, Sean Harvey Morning Show. Every one of y'all, CWN we love y'all we're gonna keep on bringing y'all content keep on checking us out radio.com check us out on there and anywhere you get your podcast. i'm code drew and this has been ball court the world of basketball thanks for listening
1: to Checking is one of the nation's leading finance companies, providing up to $400,000 in unsecured funding for business or personal use. We have relationships with over 250 lenders nationwide. Through the use of our proprietary software, we are able to secure over 80% more funding for our clients. We help clients obtain funding for real estate investment, business startups, down payment assistance, working capital, medical, legal, education, funeral expenses, and more. We also provide 100% financing on fix and flips if you can qualify. We do not offer credit cards or lines of credit, which can later be revoked. Our loans are funded solely in cash to our borrowers in five to seven days. There are no prepayment penalties and no collateral requirement. Leverage our expertise to obtain fast approvals, no upfront costs, and affordable payments with cash going straight to your checking. So what are you waiting for? Let Cash to Checking make that next deposit to help with your funding needs. Visit us online at cashtochecking.com or call 310-987-0824 to start your funding today. this is a cwn sports network